Hi and welcome to the Lead by DH Radio. The pandemic has been here for quite some time. How has it been handled? In today's episode, former Director General of Indian Council of Medical Research, Dr. N.K. Ganguly tells DH's Suraksha P. about how the ICMR has fared so far and more. Listen in. We are joined here today by Dr. N.K. Ganguly, former Director General of the Indian Council of Medical Research. As you know, the ICMR has had its hands full for the past eight months uh, with the pandemic of a scale that uh, uh, the world has never seen before. Uh, hi, Dr. Ganguly. Thank you so much for joining Deccan Herald. Thank you, Zoraksha. So let me begin by asking, you've been at the helm of affairs of the ICMR. What do you think of how the Apex Research Body has handled the pandemic so far? The, the Indian Council of Medical Research has been at the helm of handling pandemics. In my time, we handled 11 of them, whether it was H5N1, whether it was SARS, whether it was JE, whether it was Chandipura virus, or Congo hemorrhagic fever, you just named it, or Nipah virus outbreak. These were handled very well. Like the diagnostics were prepared very early, as soon as the sequence information was obtained. Sequence information was uh, obtained. The transmission dynamics was uh, studied, and an attempt was made to break the transmission. If there was a vaccine available, a vaccine was used. The public was made aware, like when H5N1 uh, came up, people stopped eating chicken and the industry and economy was actually coming down. And uh, at that time also, a lot of communication and advocacy one was done to with the public, so community, so that the economy doesn't get damaged. It's a research agency. It's not an agency to control diseases. Diseases are controlled by another organization, which is known as NCDC, which is like, which is the CDC's counterpart in India, and Ministry of Health. So, so the technologies, as well as the wherewithal, as well as the molecular surveillance, in these Indian Council of Medical Research provides help as well as help in uh, identifying the test systems or goods which need to be used. Uh, So these technical matters, they provide inputs. But it is neither a regulatory body like DCGI, nor it's a disease control body. Uh, So for the uninitiated, can you take our viewers through the process of vaccine trials? Uh, why is it that it takes so many decades for uh, clinical trials of other vaccines? And how is it that we are trying to uh, scram it into one year with the COVID vaccine? You know, previously, the vaccine trials used to take at least eight to 10 years, sometimes even more, uh, because it has, go, it has to go through a complex mechanism. The one of the first is that when an outbreak comes in with a new organism, you have to understand the new organism, its dynamics, its transmission, its sequence, its structure, how it binds, how it gets into, inter- how it gets internalized, what is its pathogenesis, 
all of this takes some time to understand so this uh, to really understand this it sometimes takes around 6 months or 7 months in covid we are still learning many new things which we didn't know earlier so so when while you are doing this you then move towards uh, towards the some experimentation where you see that whether the virus could be neutralized could be blocked from entry could be killed within the cell what kind of immune system will kill it or what kinds of drugs will take care of this all of these are then learned and once you learn it you create a proof of concept and when the proof of concept is made then what you do you try to develop an animal model so normal animal models which are used are the mice and rat and which are special mice and rat and then you you then you go to a higher species either dog or human so in these then you do the preclinical studies that whether the if any of the organs hematologic system or a neuro, neurologic system or a cardiovascular system any of the systems are being affected it is also looked at whether it is teratogenic or whether it could cause a, a problem in conception and whether it has got, it has got uh, uh, any special organ predilection so when you when you um, do the safety study in the animal then uh, this takes some times so if it is a chronic disease uh, so you do the sub acute acute and chronic if it is chronic then it it, it is at least 9 months or more study so so it takes more than an year to do this only this part and after you move from there and you do also the bioavailability of the drug whether drug accumulates or not whether drug is metabolized or not and whether the whether the uh, antigens in in cases of the uh, vaccine whether the antibodies or the immune response how long does it uh, does it remain and how the vaccine and other things are distributed in case so there is the phase 1 if it is a new adjuvant it is not a grass category adjuvant then you have to do the study the adjuvant also before you get into a result then you go to the second phase move to the second phase here some new denominations come 2a to b or 2 to 2b phase 3 when you merge phase 3 with the phase 2 so when you do the phase 3 that is the largest study so the phase 1 is done in 100 in phase 2 sometimes you reach up to 1000 that also here because you are taking different age groups here and different doses so normally with the covid vaccine they took three doses three doses and three different age groups like 18 to 50 50 of uh, 45 45 to 60 60 70 70 above and now they are going to younger age group below below 18 and they are also going to child bearing women so this is this whole thing takes uh, takes time but phase 3 is efficacy 
and uh, safety study again safety and efficacy study so efficacy study it depends on how much is the infection is there suppose the infection is 4% or above your population size becomes smaller if the infection is lesser your population size becomes larger and and you should have a steady peak infection rate in the area if it is not there then you get uh, then you don't get a significant result you also need to have as much diversity as possible so the phase 3 size is sometimes 20000 sometimes 40000 sometimes 60000 and more so so it is it is one of the largest study which happens now phase 3 normally you study at least for 6 months after the last dosage of infection most vaccines are two dose or three dose very few vaccines are a single dose vaccine like smallpox was a single dose vaccine so single dose vaccine is easy to deliver two doses are difficult to deliver three doses are still difficult to deliver so so you uh, go up to at least six months to see the protection and uh, that it, the protection should last at least six months better it should last last one year or more than one year or sometimes lifelong like measles vaccination is lifelong so in our uh, mumps vaccination is lifelong so you have to follow them up so all of this that is why they take 8 years in extraordinary circumstances like when ebola happened in africa so people were dying like flies you had to do something very very quickly so they did emergency authorization Uh, vaccine development and uh, they gave vaccine almost in the same time frame as as we are getting ready for covid almost same time frame it was provided uh, then uh, sometimes uh, what happens that uh, uh, that uh, in the uh, sars which happened in 2003 vaccines were prepared during that time because sars disappeared so it was not needed for mars the vaccine is already existing and but the dimension is not that huge and big so the vaccine usage is only in those areas where this is prevalent however for six of the covid this covid 19 became a really nasty pandemic and it was very important that we develop something quickly so for this the vaccine companies developed different strategies so one of the strategies which they developed was that why not use the available platforms okay so the available platforms were used so all of these platform are the um, people will say messenger rna was never used as a vaccine but messenger rna as a genetic code to express antigen both being worked for last 10 years so there was a huge amount of experience riding on the messenger rna vaccines then then um, the dna vaccines already people are working for almost two decades adeno vector vector vaccines huge number of uh, studies was being done and again two and two and a half decades adeno virus or adeno associated virus vectors the experience was there with the people and and 
some of these were done for another RNA vaccine that is Ebola. So when they use these platforms for Ebola like Janssen and Janssen or Oxford Group and others who had used it for Ebola or some had used it for RSV and double-stranded RNA virus. So, so that was also, uh, they had this kind of experience. So a very smart strategy was done to contract the time. One never knew that this is possible because nobody has ever in the world has done within nine months. So what was done that these days very quickly the sequence of virus is uh, is uh, submitted for a public view, public view. So sequence se sequence of the virus was published in the the three dimension structure was uh, available. The domains were available and very quickly it came to know that this virus is little different than the other SARS viruses. It has got a furan-like protease which, which opens up an area between spike protein S1 and S2 which can also bind to membrane through integrins and enter the, enter the cell. So this was something nasty and new about this particular virus but this was quickly known now. We knew that the SARS viruses enter through S2 receptor. We knew that S2 receptor, how it is distributed in the body, in which are the vessels, which are the cells where it is distributed. Because the sequence was known, very quickly diagnostics were made. So the fine WHO, USFDA, the major, major vaccine developers, Abbott, etc., all of them, the Roche, all of them, came together to attempt to create diagnostics and the diagnostics platform were known. It was, these were RT-PCR, these were LAMP, these were antigen tests, the different platforms which either these were lateral flow, lateral flow or uh, their, uh, their existing machines, all of these were already known. So diagnostic was developed very quickly validated very quickly and find and WHO etc all came together to validate these and made uh, the um, um, validation available. In the same way the antibody test was developed for the surveillance. Very quickly the sequencing, the complete sequencing was done and the six or eight clades uh, like G, G, H, L, V, S, M, O, all these clades were identified and how these clades were circulating and from which country to which country these clades are going was also known. So this also helped in the vaccine development because all of these were now helpful. Although we do not have a companion diagnostic test still, this is known as DIVA. That is, this is a diagnostic test which uh, differentiates between from an infected person to a vaccinated person. So we do not have a DIVA test. We have a DIVA test for HIV. Here also it can be developed, but at the moment we do not have a DIVA test over here. So coming back to coming back to the developmental uh, developmental stage, that why it happened so quickly, that uh, these platform experiences were there. So we had the safety thing. We had a little bit of how the immune profiling will be available. We had the immunologic assays, the neutralization assays, ghost cell assays. These assays were already 
available for other viruses. These were quickly adopted for this. And so the um, no, none of the companies went into an area where they were not familiar. They took up their familiar platform. They had the assays, they had the field, field, uh, field uh, experience. They also had these animal models, etc. So very quickly they went into this development and the regulatory bodies helped. Regulatory bodies sat uh, in a very frequent interval and tried to, uh, tried to uh, monitor them as well as uh, look at them. Although there was a tremendous political pressure, but regulatory bodies uh, normally played a ball. Right. So I understand that all the neutralization essays and everything was already available. So, you know, everybody uh, hastened this uh, process. But uh, at any given point of time, was the number of uh, trial participants, the volunteers, what the, was the size reduced or uh, was uh, what were trials happening parallelly instead of sequentially uh, uh, what was any of this compromised to you know fasten I, this entire process i i must say that some of the uh, some of the things uh, went uh, parallel like when when you did mice and other studies and created a concept you got a safety data with you. So you went to monkey or monkey challenge later. But the data was generated. And it was very transparently done. I'm talking of the international vaccine developer. Indian vaccine developer, lot of data is not there in the realm of publication and others. But I'm talking of at the moment international vaccine developer. And very quickly, the data, as soon as the data could go in the public domain, data was sent in the public domain. So, so the um, AstraZeneca came up with their monkey studies that no, they didn't make monkeys virus-free. The, the monkeys got very, uh, monkeys didn't get symptoms, but you could still recover virus from the throat. And their scientific body and others came to this conclusion that this vaccine now works with an endpoint in human. And endpoint in human was very cleverly kept the endpoint in human. It was not the, that you are saving how many people you are saving from mortality, how many persons you were, you were, uh, you were, uh, preventing from getting infected. So the disease came as a second endpoint. So, so, uh, so the, uh, the trial protocol and endpoints were kept right. And this size of the population which was taken up here was very, very large for the phase three. And even for the phase one, phase two, sometimes 1,000, sometimes up to 6,000 samples were done. So there was no compromise on the sample. They went to multi-country. Favored countries were, were the Europe, US, Brazil, etc. And uh, they went to Middle East, they may went to Philippines, they went to many other countries to get the diversity. So, so the number was remarkably high. Um, the, uh, the Pfizer, Moderna, the, the uh, Oxford, 
the number where this kind of numbers were not used any time before so numbers were also very high so you're saying that neither the number of trial participants were compromised and neither uh, was the sequential way of doing uh, phases of clinical trials was that yeah, some yeah something some things were coalesced they didn't go you finish this and then you move to this and then you move to that it didn't happen like that some of the things there were overlaps but they were happening happening simultaneously but when you went to the human by that time the data was generated with a confidence to go to human right uh, can you tell our viewers about monitoring who does what the icmr the uh, dgci uh, you know I, i will i will i will tell you the global practices globally it is it is in the us it is us fda in the uk it is uk fda in europe it is ema there is only one regulatory body which is responsible for monitoring and clearance of the vaccine they can take like in usa nih doesn't clear a vaccine nih is counterpart of icmr nih provides a technical support which the regulatory body needs so it can be a part of a committee can provide this technical committee a report and others so essentially when the vaccine trial comes starts there a dsmb that is data safety monitoring board is set up this data safety monitoring board is very very neutral it is totally external and many times it doesn't have government officials also in in this it is, it is very neutral large independent body the company doesn't make any interpretation everything is uh, is double blinded nobody knows whether it is uh, it is vaccine or it is placebo and in the placebo also you get some vaccine another vaccine you don't get distilled water normal saline and lot of uh, information is given to the subjects that uh, that these are the possibilities this the, this uh, vaccine may or may not work you understand so but it will ultimately we have these and these and these information that is why we are going to you so with all of these this is being this is started and a very strong um, uh, uh, pharmacovigilance uh, system is kept up here what the did what they did they gave a cell phone smartphone to everyone those who didn't have this was a dedicated smartphone with an app and everyone put in there anything which were unusual uh in the trial and this came to a central database and if the database saw that something need to be done there were a very large number of uh, uh people who were employed trained and employed who went and personally saw and examined the sae and confirmed and reported it as an actual this is a severe adverse event or it was an adverse event so so when any of this was detected 
like uh, like uh, for the oxford astrazeneca there was one patient where transverse myelitis was detected by the person so they immediately informed the regulator they informed the dsmb and they stopped the trial okay they stopped the trial and then the data safety monitoring board went through all the data about that particular subject went back collected more samples from that because there could be a disease enhancing system as it happens in dengue and others and so they looked at all of that and then they took their time a decision to say that no this was not related this was a different event and then the us fda so they started it in europe us fda took more time but then it also cleared and uh, in indian regulator when it uh, heard it uh, stopped in it also stopped the trial for this which uh, event which was seen in europe so they stopped the trial and when the uk regulators again allowed the trial to go on indian regulators also allowed the trial to go on but this event was not in india this event was outside detected by the agency the main developer themselves reported to the dsmb deported to the regulator and also reported to public because public transparency is very very important and and there is a law you have to put it whether your trial succeeds fails or any adverse event comes there is a registry this need to go to the registry and this need to go to your website so there so it keeping a transparency is very important because public trust is very very important thing in this so the other one like pfizer also got a got a um, adverse event one of the one of the volunteers died so so then they went to see that uh, uh, the details they stopped the trial immediately they informed and stopped the trial and then they went to the volunteer and saw that it was a volunteer who got the placebo not the vaccine so they again started it moderna also when they used the high dose they got a lot of uh, body pain body ache gastrointestinal system and malaise so they switched to the lower dose they uh, stopped the high dose thing uh, completely and uh, and many of them because these were two this was this was an uh, adverse event which was seen with all the vaccines almost that there was a pain at the site there was a redness and uh, there was um, fever so oxford group they gave paracetamol or acrosin along with this so that they do not they do not experience fever some had a mild influenza like symptoms also but that also was was uh, reported so this is how this is reported in india what is happening i do not know at this given moment some adverse events i heard from the newspaper that they were reported but okay. uh, there is no official communication 
in which I could verify them as it happened in the international international uh, international trials because there was an official communication from over there. So in India, I have no idea. I heard that from the newspapers that there were one, some some adverse one adverse event with the COVAX, one adverse event even with, with the Serum Institute. So it came in the uh, in the paper and there were some arguments which also went on there but nothing nothing there as an official company from the drug control general of india so i cannot verify it and i cannot comment that but this is how international trials were done with this kind of rigorous monitoring because a trust in the vaccine keeping the trust in the vaccine is very very important and uh, and uh, nobody should lose the trust and and that is why because the there were pressure on the vaccine things in the U american uh, american uh, in um, the election so our prime minister actually made a pledge that he will listen to the listen to the scientist and he will make no compromise with the uh, with the data so with the data now that three people have submitted their data the moderna has submitted the data the oxford has submitted their data and pfizer have submitted their data so this data have already been submitted and the regulator is not going in a very hurried fashion so for the uh, pfizer the 10th december has been kept and the day where a very strong external group is examining the data apart from the committee of regulator an international group is looking at the data for the moderna they have given 17th december as the data they have also submitted to european regulators and european regulators are also looking at the data so the data the the group which is looking at data has a huge expertise it is not only the regular drug controllers uh, uh, people they have very strong international groups with them along with some strong ethics groups so that we know that the uh, rights of the volunteers are also protected so you just mentioned that the drug controller general of india has not issued any statement with regard to adverse events either in the bharat biotech trial or the serum institute of india trial should it keep mum or should it come out with a statement just to reassure the public that everything is fine it, it normally should uh, use its judgment uh, i do not know the bharat biotech adverse event was not a big adverse event it was an adverse event but that adverse event is normally seen which was actually reported the one with the serum institute reported the uh, neurologic symptoms and other symptoms so they must have investigated if they found that uh, this was totally unrelated so they will say that it was unrelated so this is this kind of a thing actually when the controversy comes uh, when this kind of thing comes in normally there is a counseling which is done to patient okay and if the patient is not satisfied for the and and the ethics committee also opines on that and that opinion is sent to the drug controller 
and and uh, that controller then gives a final decision but patient is always counseled here we do not know whether the patient was counseled or patient was not counseled but it is within the right of the patients in any trial that if they are not satisfied they can go to a legal recourse so here normally in a vaccine trial this need to be avoided as much as possible because ultimately you know the public who is ignorant and lot of a lot of people are very are afraid of vaccine trials there is a very large group in us which is against vaccination so the trust is very very important so as much openness and as much transparency uh, should be kept which is very very important for vaccine trials but in this there's uh, in this so much uh, so in public domain the information is not there so i can only talk on generalities i cannot talk on specificity Right. So uh, you have previously said that uh, India does not have experience in uh, vaccinating its adults at such a large scale, and that will be the biggest challenges of the COVID vaccination program. Uh, can you elaborate on that? How do you, you see? You, you know that in most of the developed countries, the pneumonia is a very major issue. Pneumonia is issue. The shing shingle is an issue. so these these are normally taken by the adult population like influenza vaccination for, for the influenza viruses for the uh, pneumococcus hip pentavalent hip the uh, adult hpv the lot of lot of vaccines are taken by the adult population and there sometimes there are programs also in india for the adult vaccination because of its own problems and logistics is provided to women pregnant women there is a platform for that that is known as antenatal care platform in antenatal care platform they are provided tetrastoxa they are provided rubella but recently like uh, it has been seen that uh, a lady uh, lady's newborn uh, had covid antibodies Uh, because anti the mother passed the antibodies from mother to the child in influenza it has been seen because influenza when it happens in pregnant women the outcome is very very bad so there was a there was a suggestion that why don't you immunize pregnant women with influenza vaccine so they will be protected and the babies will be protected because the babies in the first month first 10 days or in the first 6 months uh um, die through the pneumonia pneumonia is a major cause of death there so so there are different platforms but in india the 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 aged population and other population has not has not been a priority so government was actually government funds the epi program in india and uh, so it was doing that so for adult vaccination program which will have to be done on a campaign mode it was not there so they want to go to the vaccinators who who will who provide who were providing the polio vaccination before but this was an oral polio vaccination the new polio vaccination is two injectable 
now this year previous last year it was one injectable polio virus this year they will have to provide two two shots of injectable polio virus this year's program so this will be burden on them that they will have to provide two and they uh, they uh, we have a, a sub uh, vaccination program for injectable measles also okay and we are introducing pneumococcal vaccine there will be one more injectable vaccine there so there will be vaccinators which we have now there they can handle the vaccination very efficiently and well now this vaccination have to be expanded to an adult population and that also is a very sizable adult population like like even if we cover only the priority people it will be the very large healthcare worker population in india then uh, it will be the because they have to be protected first if we really want to protect our health infrastructure then the second category which will be uh, which will have to be protected who come in direct contact with public maintain public order and public services so here there are police firemen sanitation workers and others so this is a very huge number and uh, after that the those who are uh, old with comorbidities and then will come those who are above 65 so with a reverse pyramid and all of this this is a very sizable number so the indian government has been uh, has been looking at the distribution and as well as the vaccinators so so about 70000 more vaccinators are being trained this this is what i heard and they are looking at the distribution system where with a very strong integrity they have also looked at the cold chain and the supply system the refrigerated vans and others in which the vaccines will move these have also been booked and these have also been kept into account some of the vaccines which if we have to import from outside the airlines air refrigerated cargoes in airline are being booked which many other countries are also booking so there will be and but even if everything is in place the numbers are very very high high and to put these on a war footing in a campaign mode will really need a very strong program monitoring group and a management group who will simultaneously manage many things they will manage the purchase they will manage the access they will manage the supply chain cold chain logistics delivery end point delivery saes if any sae happens and and the second injection which of course perhaps could be done by aadhar setu by reminding people that you Uh, the arogya setu that uh, your second injection is due but if they don't come you have to reach out to them and give them and different state if they have a store these have to go to the state stores the state infrastructure have to be ramped up which is of a different capacity in different states in india it's a very momentum monumental task 
and we will learn as we move forward in this we do not know that uh, that how until unless we we start walking but i think there will be many dry runs and dry rehearsals so government of india has taken it up very seriously and uh, but it will be uh, exercise of epic proportion the world has never seen it before so so even in united states etc they understand that this is something which will we will only learn when we start walking in this path uh, hopefully with the indian jugaad and indian resilience we will be able to do better than other parts of the world right so one last question so big pharma lobby it has always been a uh, very powerful now uh, in this pandemic considering the pressure that they have to deliver uh, is it making them impervious to accountability you see the there uh, in today's world when all of you are there when so much information goes into into the information system now even the grandmothers are monitoring through the net the information which are coming up sometimes i know that i am the first person to know about it because i look at information from many unpublished sources many other sources to which i talk but within few minutes few hours everyone knows about this what i am giving to you is my analysis not the information information you also have and this i saw that everyone is having but what is having when we go to the tv shows and others so lot of uh, interpretation is so wrong and so so different that sometimes you stay at a, in horror that what are we speaking so at this given moment one of the most important thing is that the public at large should be vigilant people at large should be vigilant media should be vigilant ethics group and equity groups should be vigilant human rights groups should be vigilant but they should not be at war with each other because if they are at war with each other then there will be a disaster they should work in harmony there we should maintain entire total transparency so that uh, and we should come up up like a statement when like when us election they were saying that public trust was eroding because there was a hurry and there was a race to obtain a vaccine all the all the vaccine manufacturers said that they will follow all the safety rules all the norms and will only submit the data when they are satisfied so they have submitted the data but data is 2 months beyond the phase 3 it is not 6 months beyond the phase 3 so people should know that real data is 6 months after phase 3 this is an emergency authorization there is not a regular regular authorization for vaccine use and this is being used at a at a time and period when we had no other option is working because of the behavioral uh, behavioral reasons the mass social distancing hand sanitization everybody knows about it but practically many people are not able to follow it either because of their profession or ignorance or their compulsion 
and at that time vaccine comes as a severe and there will be some SIEs but there is a so there is a formula which is known as risk-benefit ratio and in risk-benefit ratio the if there is something in one in 1000 and one in 10,000 it is worrisome if something is one in million you take a chance and try to save that one person in million who may get affected so you need to have a strong pharmacovigilance system for protection of the public and these referrals at these days should be done through smartphone and should be done very quickly and creating in each, each state's responders who will respond to these quickly. Finally, I will say that the transparency should be so much that public trusted. So when our Prime Minister made a statement that we will only allow the vaccine to go to people when we feel that it is safe and it is working. That was a great statement, which I must say. And this state, this we need this kind of statement. Then the big pharma and all these things will vanish from the mind of the people. And we should have a very strong communication system in place. Very strong communication. We should go on informing people. Through, uh, through systems which people trust. People, sometimes the people do not, sometimes people trust uh, persona in the government. And sometimes people, people trust people, uh, like there was a, there was a film uh, personnel. He was talking about mask and the person, the, he, him, the person himself was affected by COVID. So immediately people will say that, well, <laughs> what happened? You are telling that use mask, it will not happen and it happened to you. Although the person's presence in the polio vaccination was huge and tremendous. So we need to be careful about how we communicate to people, how we build up trust. But communication, transparency and maintaining the public trust will be a hallmark of this. And I will also say that even if you are vaccinated, you must still get infected. There is some very good news from Moderna that there is a 100% protection from, from severity of infection, severe infection. So you might have a mild infection, but even then you don't take a chance. You don't go to risky behavior. You maintain all the public health uh, measures which need to be taken even when you are vaccinated. Thank you, sir. It's been a pleasure listening to you. Thank you for joining Jack and Head. Thank you, Saraksha. Thank you. That's all in today's episode. Tune in this evening on our news update podcast from the newsroom to catch all the exciting developments of the day and to get the news while it's still budding. For latest news and updates, log on to www.deckandherald.com. Check out our e-paper at www.deckandheraldepaper.com. To read news on the go, sign up to our Telegram channel t.me slash News. Keep up with the news from your interested sphere by downloading the all-new Herald app, in which you can personalize, have a quick glance at news shots, check highlights and even listen too. You can get it from Google Play Store and Apple App Store and you can find the links to the same in the description.